Welcome back to another episode of Internal Rambles. This is your girl, Rochelle, and this is going to be a double recap episode. I am continuing to review and recap Love and Marriage DC. This is a recap of Season 1, Episode 7, Monique in the Middle. And I also will be recapping the most recent verses that was last week mario and friends (laughs) actually it was mario and omarion and some other folks so i'm going to be recapping and giving my thoughts on that as well and thank you for tuning in i hope that you are doing well but let's start off with love and marriage dc So in the beginning of the episode, we see Chris and Monique Samuels and the roles are reversing in their marriage. Initially, Chris Samuels had his football career and Monique was a stay-at-home mom. But now Monique, she is getting up, she is getting out, and she is getting it. She is beginning her radio morning career, and it's her first day at the station. She is getting up before the rooster crows, before the sun is even is even getting up and rising. And Chris is at home getting the kids ready and feeding them and getting them off for school and so it's you know it's really nice I think that it's inspiring for others and motivating and she's been looking forward to starting her career and doing her dreams radio has been a goal for her and so we see her starting her radio morning career and Chris learning to ba- to begin and balance the life of being at home and taking care of the home and the kids. Next up we have Ashley. She's meeting with her, I believe it's either her co-writer or her someone that's helping her write her book it's her uh, Ashley's meeting with her editor and so she's talking about this self-help book that she is talking about her life and her struggles with depression and anxiety and it's something that she wants it to be motivating to people how she's navigated her mental health and how she's kind of learned to cope with her mental health and is learning to kind of go after her goals and get out of her own way and learn coping skills and things like that and she mentioned something her editor had said you know are you going to be on the cover of your book and she's like you know I haven't done a professional photo shoot in a really long time I've had issues with my my image and how I look and her editor is like listen this is your book like you should be on the cover of your book and so um, later on in the episode we do see her doing a photo shoot for her book so that's good you know that she is put if she you know at the end of the day if you're telling or trying to inspire others to look past your own insecurities and go for your goals and push through your own barriers you have to also be doing that as well so like i said later on the episode ashley goes and she does her photo shoot for her book and monique steps by to be supportive to her and 
I remember watching or li listening to a recap someone else did of one of the previous episodes and they mentioned that they thought that Monique was a bit messy and I was like and and like it kind of was a theme in a previous show that she did and I was like and I I didn't really know her from the other show that she did so I was like oh I don't know let's see and so this episode I was like oh yeah I can see what they're saying Monique is messy because she in this meeting where she's there to support Ashley she brings up again her conversation with winter and she brings up this little tidbit which i really kind of feel like she didn't need to bring up because it was again her bringing up her conversation with winter she's already told ashley and arana about this but she's bringing it up again because it's like she wants to reinforce this drama and it's like a i don't know if she's really trying to do it because she's friends with Arana and Ashley or she's really just trying to create drama either just to create it is it for the show I don't know so she's like oh you know listen like I know like this may cause drama but I just have to say it because you know I don't know what it's gonna cause but you guys are my friends blah 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 but I, I know like I may not have gotten the whole story straight but you know I just had to tell the whole story I just had to I just had to speak the truth you know Winter would you know she gave your husband's nicknames and I I thought you guys were going back and forth so that's why she was being petty like this but now I know she wasn't I really don't know what's going on with Winter I need to find out and it's like why are you bringing this up why are you continuously stirring the pot what while you're questioning winter's behavior i'm questioning your behavior why are you continuing to stir stir up this drama between these women you know ashley got a short fuse arana also don't play either what is your goal so ashley plays it off like yo like her calling my husband dj fun size is is, is funny but then when she tells Arana, and I'll get to this later, it's a different story. Like, what is the problem? Why are you continuously stirring up the drama? So while I do think, like, Winter, like, she be stirring the pot of it, now I'm like, okay, so is Monique. Like, what is this drama these women are trying to create i don't like it it's the cattiness it's the reality bs that i don't like i don't watch these type of shows like it's it seems like either they like the drama or they're trying to create this dynamic in the show for viewership and it's silly to me just like live y'all lives like people would if y'all are interesting like people will watch but when you create these false narratives, that's what turns me off. That's why I stopped watching these other shows. So that this moment was definitely agitating for me. On a more positive note in the episode, Chris Samuels and DJ Quick, they get together. They go get pedicures, like I guess either massages or pedicures. And they just talk about just kind of what they've been through and what they're trying to work through. And... DJ Quick, he just says, you know, I know I have 
been holding in my emotions i haven't addressed my issues i know it's been a hindrance i probably should do something about it and chris samuels is like you know the way that i was brought up i know that it affected me in my life i've seen a therapist it's been helpful i'm still trying to navigate it with my marriage i'm now at home i used to be out and having a career that's a challenge to me i'm trying to navigate that too and he suggested counseling for dj quick and dj quick was like i don't know about talking to no stranger but you know hopefully they he will take chris samuel's advice and you know at the end of the day it was support for both of them they were able to say hey this is what i've been through this is what i'm currently going through this is what helped me this is what's not helping and so it just was a nice i think supportive conversation between men and i you know it's great to see that they have that relationship with each other so arana and ashley meet to get meet with a doctor because arana wants to get something called a skinny bbl like her body looks amazing she don't need anything done but she did admit she's like i see these people on social media and i'm always striving for perfection and i want this stuff done and ashley's like girl there's no such thing as perfection and you know, so that's really unfortunate, especially, you know, she's not a younger woman and to still feel like she needs to compete, whatever. Hopefully she can find that self-love within to be like, I'm great the way that I am. But Ashley does tell, you know, because the rumor mill gone mill, Ashley does tell Arana what Monique said that Winter has said. Do you understand the craziness of this? That you know suppose that winter calls arana's husband red light special because of a story that arana told winter and she gets upset about it later on in the episode arana confronts winter and she's like listen i told you that in confidence don't be calling my don't be giving my husband no nicknames i don't play like that and winter's like i'm sarcastic that's how I I was just kikiing with Monique. It shouldn't even have been about this. And she was like, listen, like when you do stuff like that, it makes me feel like there's something wrong with you. Like, do you got mental issues due to your marriages? Like when I tell you it escalated, these and I'm going back to what I have been saying. The nucleus is Monique. These women are not friends with each other. Monique is now driving the drama. It's unnecessary drama. They don't like each other. And instead of Monique, and because Monique is the nucleus, instead of there being like this bonding, this positive interacting, hey, let's hang out, let's really get to know each other, Monique is causing division. She's causing drama. She's causing unnecessary strife and stress. And so it's just annoying, you know, honestly, because they might really could relate to each other and have a great time. But it's like initial, like, negative interactions were not resolved. And it's just like the snowball effect of, I, I ain't checking for this chick. I don't like her. She da 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 da. And Monique is now continuously stirring this pot. 
So that's my re recap. I, you know, I'm going to continue this season one. I hope it gets better. I don't like this cattiness. If it continues and there's a season two, I can't say that I would continue to maybe watch it. If I would watch it, I wouldn't review it. I would just watch it, you know, here and there. I don't like it. I, I, I'm not into it. it. It just, it's just like what like why are you creating unnecessary drama so that's that on that <laughs> now let's get on into the verses so last thursday which i believe was let me let me get the date correct because I, I never know what date it be currently so i definitely ain't gonna get a previous date correct last thursday was june 23rd the verses was mario versus or mario mario versus omarion and then there was a pre-verses let me preface this by saying i love the verses i love music if you've ever listened to me you know i love going to concerts i love music the verses was the answer to the pandemic when we couldn't go outside when we couldn't go to concerts and even now it's still like a great way to see your favorite artists performing your favorite songs that that you know and then the verses it's like oh okay who would win and you know you would think like who's like who's better right but it's it's healthy competition you know Jeezy versus Gucci um a Brandy versus Monica you know um what were some of the other ones 112 versus Jagged Edge like this is like the conversations you have with your friends and it live on your internet on your phone or versus right but then also now the the kind of it's grown into you can watch it at home but also you can see it live and in person they're now letting you see the verses in person in concert so to speak so kudos to tim and swizz in the platform that they've given these artists but also that we are continuing to be able to see these for free you know and it's a great way for these artists to make money their streamings go up it's awesome and as the verses continue to grow it's also learning experiences there's gonna be nothing's gonna be perfect all the time there's gonna be they try new things sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't now let's get into it i want to say this now this is coming from my perspective i did not watch this whole verses because of two things i did not like the unnecessary dramatics and drama i did not like oh maybe let me get three things some of the vocals weren't vocaling and i was like i got stuff to do and also three i had to work the next day so i was not staying up till one two o'clock in the morning i live on the east coast and the and it wasn't giving and you know had this been like jodeci versus boys to men oh we would have been sleep deprived because she would have been up 
but it just was so crazy i just was like nah i'm not sacrificing my sleep for this so i'm giving it from my perspective no i didn't watch the whole thing i'm not gonna watch the whole thing and that's that so the verses was the main event so to speak was Omarion versus Mario but then there was a pre-versus now the pre-versus was Ray J and Bobby V versus Pleasure P and Sammy. Now I like Ray J. I like Bobby V. I've actually seen Bobby V in concert years ago. I'm not really familiar with Pleasure P. I wasn't a pretty Ricky fan. And Sammy is cool. I do like some of his music. Um, but I really was really interested in the Marion and Mario. I have seen Mario live. I don't think I've seen Omarion, but I do. I am a fan of Omarion. So the verses was supposed to start 9 p.m. Eastern time. It was still going on at 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Excuse me, say what? <laughs> so this is issue number one. I think that they are going to have to find a happy medium between worldwide there's nothing they can do with that but for the u.s versus watchers there needs to be a happy medium between the east coast west coast viewers because it's in in regards to day and time who is staying up for a 1 a.m concert let me tell you something in my 20s when i was a young whippersnapper there was a, a hip-hop artist. I'm not going to get a name. He did not get on till about 12.31 a.m. Me and my friend left at 1.30 a.m. Because we were so tired. And thank God we did because actually a really bad like fight brawl. It was like cops everywhere. It was so surreal to see it the next day. And we were like, oh my God, we were at that concert. It got crazy. No one got like severely hurt. But because the concert should not have happened and been on that late. He should have got on no later than probably about 11 p.m. He did not get on until about 12.31 a.m. We left at 1.30. He was still on. We got there probably about 10 o'clock, maybe. When I tell you that was the longest concert ever. And we were young. We were in our 20s. We should have been. That was like club night, you know. But it just, it wasn't given what it should have gave. So in, in my 30s, darn near 40s, I'm not trying to watch no. And I'm at home, but I had to work. And... Omarion and Mario was supposed to go on at 1050. I don't I don't think they I can't remember. They did not get on till about maybe 11:30, 12 o'clock ish. 
that thing was still definitely going on about 1 a.m. approximately it was crazy so you have Ray J, Bobby V, Pleasure P, Sammy Ray J's vocals wasn't vocaling and Ray J can sing you know Ray J has that alto he's definitely a true alto and you know Bobby V I don't know what Bobby was doing Pleasure Pete wanted to fight Sammy was super aggressive like I didn't like the aggressiveness listen let me tell you something I watched I love Gucci I love Jeezy Jeezy is my number one I tell you that that was a stressful I was like is somebody gonna get shot shanked stabbed was there bats that was a very stressful versus this is an R&B versus what was with the aggressiveness people taking over like they were singing Ray J's songs at one point Ray J brought his child on the weird dancing the entourages there was like weird people on who were the entourages on the stage it felt like a hip-hop concert like you know like sometimes you especially the younger artists right they'll have 10 people on the stage eight mics that you can't hear nothing who are these it was like some random woman on the stage it was so out of pocket and the crazy thing about the pre-show was why did they do because at the verses historically you have the dj set or a dj battle and then the verses they had a dj set the pre-verses and then the verses we don't need appreciate the the whatever that was team too much when on the east coast on a thursday people gotta work on a friday that's why it was so long dj a1 was good but it was like they don't know how to get off the stage like thanks you warmed us up and then jeremiah who jeremiah's songs are cool his vocals wasn't vocaling i i think tank did when did tank come on no tank didn't come on for them let me nope that was for maria see i didn't watch this whole thing and and you know Brandy posted afterwards that Ray J did not practice. She gave him tips. Now, I was waiting. Historically, after the verses, like Tim and Swizz will do their commentary. They haven't been doing that lately. And I get it. They're busy. I have been waiting for Swizz to, you know, Tim was posting like memes and stuff. Swizz did go live with Fat Joe on Sunday. And he was like... These, some of these artists are not taking verses serious and verses is serious it is it is a performance you're broadcasted worldwide and I guess like six million viewers watch the verses if you don't do what you need to do you will be the laughing stock afterwards you gotta practice you gotta do your sound checks you gotta take it like a true performance 
and Ray J didn't do what he needed to do supposedly he didn't perform he didn't practice I'm sorry you know he didn't take it seriously you can't just show up and think oh yeah I'm the OG I'm the GOAT and you haven't been even Ray J hasn't been performing and doing music you gotta, you got, you know, the vocal is an, in, the, uh, your voice, I'm sorry, is an instrument. Just like, you know, anyone who plays the drums, the saxophone, you have to practice to stay on top of your craft. Or you will lose your ability to sound amazing. And then poor D-Ray, because D-Ray was the host and he was he he held it down but after the hot messness of the pre-show they was we was ready like yo where's Omarion and Mario we didn't we we didn't even want the pre-show it was cool thank you but no thanks and Omarion and Mario would not get on the stage and so you know, they the DJ got back on. We didn't we didn't heard you. We don't want to see you no more. D Ray's playing jo is is saying jokes. It's almost like he had to do a, a a darn comedy set, and he got so frustrated. He had introduced a Marianne and Mario. They wouldn't come on the stage, and at, and at one point, D Ray was like, "I'm sick of this. Y'all better get on this stage. I'm not gonna keep introducing y'all, and y'all don't get on the stage." And someone had said that some one of them, I don't know who, was like, "Oh, you know, they need to clear the stage. They didn't, like they needed all these requirements before they get on the stage. And if y'all don't get on this stage, and it's like three, four hours in already, <laughs> so then let me tell you." Omarion thought this was like the scream tour. It wasn't the scream tour. This is the verses. We want to hear you sing. We want to hear the songs. He had all his dancing, but you know, the vocals weren't necessarily up to par. Mario, I've seen Mario live. He can, that brother can sing. You know, he brought, he didn't have, I, I think he did have dancers, but he didn't have all the theatrics. He came. And he sang and he sounded good and he did what he needed to do. Omarion was dancing and grinding and he, you know, but the vocals wasn't there. And, you know, he was, you know, doing all this with the microphone. And when you're on a scream tour, that's what they want to see. But the verses, we want to hear the music. We want to hear the lyrics. We want to hear the, it's about, that's really, it's about the songs and the vocals. It really isn't a concert in the performance realm. It's really about the song and the vocals. We want to hear them notes. We want to hear, that's what it is. So that's what I don't think Omarion understood the assignment or and that's and I don't think Ray J understood the assignment. Like you gotta have them vocals. Them vocals gotta be vocaling. Mario's vocal Mario Mario's vocals was vocaling. And you know, Jeremiah was came on stage and vocals wasn't vocaling. Tank, I don't know what happened. Something happened with Tank. I'm not sure because I think he he wrote O for Marianne, and I'm not sure. But Tank Tank can sing, so we ain't gonna 
Tank can blow. He, he, listen, he shows, uh, Tank be on Instagram and his piano, all of, you can't fake that. Tank can sing. I don't know what the drama was with Tank. Cause like I said, I didn't see this whole thing, but Tank, the OG Tank, we're not going to talk about him. But then there was this weird watermelon thing with Omarion where he ate watermelon on stage and then passed it to the crowd and then they ate it and it's like we still not in a pandemic COVID is still very real and that's why I was like you know he thought he was on a screen tour stop passing stuff to the crowd and I think even Pleasure P went out in the crowd I'm like yo like you still need a social distance <laughs> It was just weird. That was not sexy at all. That was concerning. We just want to hear the songs and the vocals. And if you got a little performance, okay, sure. But the theatrics and all that stuff, like that don't really, that doesn't really, um, how do you say it, translate on the versus stage. We want to hear, we want to see you. We want to hear you. That's what verses is. Pick your best song, song to song round. And if you dance a little bit, sure. But that it's not a. It's really not a concert. That's the thing. Now, if you can figure out how to really do all of that, and it really be a battle in that way, sure. But the best verses, like for example, Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind & Fire, Patti LaBelle, you know, these singers that are just singing, even even though, even the 112 and Jagged Edge, even though the, the, tech, the techno, technical issues were a problem, them songs were still great. We just want to hear the music. That's it. You know, this wasn't the Scream Tour. So, they really, like I said, they got to figure out how to have a happy medium with times and days. Them vocals got to be vocal in, pick your best songs. Them beefs, you know, it's okay to have that confidence, but them beefs, no. That, that bravado that when it looked like they about to really like fight and throw them bowls ain't nobody got time for that be pro- be professional show your professionalism because you don't want to have the wrong memes at the end of the day and then also I think it's important and Swizz he um he mentioned this um when he was talking to Fat Joe he um he said that i don't think you can put this in the contract but i think this is a heavy reminder be careful of your alcohol intake because when you loose off the goose you know or anything is possible (laughs) it shows and it's not cute and you know you act up and you cut up and it's just this is a job like you like any other performance you can't be acting all crazy on that stage and maybe you know it's nerves especially if you haven't performed in a long time but you gotta get that together you know and I really wish that Versus would put Atheon and um 
Spice Adams on contract to do the after show uh, recaps because they didn't that this one would have been great to do but I think they had um, other obligations but we be waiting on the recaps and they do the recaps for free like you know and so they don't they're not obligated to do it but that I think in conjunction is just like the icing on the cake so they need to get under contract with versus <laughs> that would be awesome and maybe not that they do everyone because I think there probably will be some that is, doesn't make sense for them to do but certain ones that they know that they can like let them know that they will be done and they can do at least a few throughout the year that would be great so that is my recap of Love and Marriage DC and the Mario versus Omarion uh, versus. So a little housekeeping really quickly. I am currently reviewing Love and Marriage DC and last week the matchmaking episode of married at first sight began and, and if you have listened to any of my previous content and if not i'm gonna let you know i previously was reviewing married at first sight i do not get into the episodes until the honeymoon portion of that show so I have my thoughts, but I'm not going to get into it until they get into those honeymoon episodes. So I will continue to review Love and Marriage DC. And then once Married at First Sight starts their honeymoon portion, I will get all up into it and start reviewing and recapping that show. Thank you for tuning in into internal rambles my normal content releases every thursday eastern standard time 8 a.m and my reviews my recaps they release whenever they release but thank you for tuning in check me out on wherever you get your podcast whether that is apple Podcasts, amazon Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and I am on YouTube. I do release on YouTube. Sometimes it takes a few hours later to get on YouTube, but I want to know what you are thinking about any content that I post. Leave me some content ideas. Leave me your thoughts, but in regards to what I am talking about right now, what are you thinking in regards to Love and Mary DC and this versus? Did you enjoy it? Did you stay up? What are you looking forward to in regards to versus? Let me know your thoughts over there on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. And until next episode, this is your girl Rochelle. Thank you for tuning in. And until next episode, I will talk to you soon.